Amen. Good morning. How are you? Good. I'm good. I think last week I said good evening, so I got it fixed this week. It's good. I didn't get my jeans fixed, though. Uh, you know, these I didn't go find my oldest pair of jeans. These are actually brand new jeans. Do you know how hard it is to find a pair of jeans that doesn't have holes in it today? I don't. Nicole and I were having this conversation, and I'm like, why is this a fad? I don't, I don't get that. But anyway, I, I decided, well, you know what? It's fine. So, yeah. Holy, holy, yeah, that's it. That's it. So we just welcome you to Boomerang, and uh, thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for joining us online if you're watching the archive. And uh, this morning, I'm really excited because this is a message. I don't repeat messages very much, but this is one that I do. And if you have never heard this message again uh, before, or you're hearing it again, I'm really happy that you're hearing this message because it's a good one. And it's one that we need to know. It's one that we need to get something out of, and it's something that we need to grow in. I've found that every time I minister this message, there's something about the Spirit of God that happens in baptism that just it, it just it blesses me, and I think that it'll bless you too. And so we're talking about baptism today, and you can go ahead and turn to Matthew uh, 28. And I want to tell you this. So there's already some people today that are going to get baptized that have never been before. We have kind of an explosion of kids that want to get baptized this morning, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, uh, the Lord says, hey, if you, you don't get excited about me, I'll raise up other stuff. And sometimes that's kids that says, I'll get excited about Jesus. And I think we're seeing some of that this morning. But here's what I want to tell you, that there's some people that are getting baptized uh, for the first time. And then there's some people that are saying, you know what, I have been baptized before. But my walk just wasn't where it needed to be. And today, I'm making a commitment to change that walk and to renew Christ as my Lord and Savior. And this is what I want to tell you. I think that the Lord is going to move during this service on the hearts of some people. And if that's you and you're like, well, I didn't plan on getting baptized, but I feel the Holy Spirit moving on me to get baptized this morning, we got plenty of clothes and we will keep you dry. They will fit, I promise. We have clothes that will fit everybody in here. And if you feel like getting baptized, you feel like today is the day I need to recommit. I need to make a decision for Christ and get baptized today for the first time. Again, whatever it is, we got clothes for you and we'll give you that opportunity. So don't hesitate. Don't let that be an excuse and tell the Holy Spirit no when he's dealing with you, okay, and dealing with your heart. So what we're really talking about this morning is why be baptized, you know? And so we look in Matthew 28, and the very first thing is, and this really should be our reason for moving in so many different things, but in Matthew 28, uh, in verse 19, it says this. This is Christ speaking. Now, this is Jesus. He says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, 
And then you want to continue this process. In other words, teach them what I'm teaching you. In other words, Jesus taught his disciples to go make disciples and baptize. And then our job, once we learn this and once we are disciples and once we are baptized, we should teach others to do the same thing. Make disciples and baptize folks. Teaching them to observe all that I commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. So why be baptized? The first thing is, Jesus said to do it. This should be our reason for living. This should be our reason for everything. Hey, he told me to do it. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. So a part of being baptized is, we're showing, hey, Lord, I love you enough to listen to what you say and then do something about it. And, and if being baptized is what you say to do, then yes, sir, I'll do that. And that's, that's part of being baptized because God says to do it. So let's turn also to Matthew chapter 3 and verse 14. And what you have here is you have Jesus uh, coming to the Jordan River where John the Baptist was baptizing people. And he had already been talking about Jesus, and he was saying, hey, there's a, there's a guy coming, and he's awesome. He, he's great. And I'm, I'm not even worthy to lace up his sandals, but latch his sandals. You know, he's like, this guy's great. And he'll baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. This is, this is what he's talking about. And then about that time, the guy he's talking about before long comes up to John and says, I want you to baptize me. And John says, me baptize you? He's like, I need to be baptized by Jesus. I need to be baptized by you, Lord. You know, that's kind of John's approach to it. But Jesus then makes this statement. Verse 14, John tried to prevent him saying, I have need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? And Jesus answering said to him, permit it at this time. For in this way, it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness, and then John permitted him. In other words, Jesus was going to that spiritual authority in that place, and he was submitting himself to the will of the Father. Jesus called it this way, to fulfill all righteousness. In other words, for me to do everything I need to do to be right, I need to get baptized. This is an amazing statement when Jesus himself says, I need to do this to be right. How much more do we need to do this to be right? So why, why be baptized? It's a part of fulfilling what is right. It's a part of fulfilling all righteousness in us. Let, and then if you turn over to uh, Mark chapter 1, you'll see, and I'll just read it to you here. Mark chapter 1 and verse 9, it says this, One day Jesus came from Nazareth and Galilee, same story, and John baptized him. We need to follow the example of Christ. You know, he told us to follow him. And he told others, Paul said it this way, he said, Follow me as I follow Jesus. You know, y'all have heard me say that a lot of times is, Don't just do it because I'm telling you to do it. Do it because you see me doing what Jesus said to do and what Jesus did and what he, what he taught, what he said. Don't just believe it just because I said it. Go into the word like a good Berean. Follow the example of Christ. And so what was the example of Christ in baptism? He got baptized. And so our job as believers is to follow that example and follow him to be baptized as well.
So let's turn to Acts chapter 8. In verse 12. And Acts, Acts chapter 8 and verse 12, you have some things going on here where you've got some people that are starting to believe. And baptism does this. It demonstrates and kind of confesses to the world, I'm a believer of Christ. I'm not ashamed to say it. I want to say it. And so you see that when people come to the knowledge of God, the next natural step in the word is for them to get baptized. And you see it right here. It says this in, in verse 12. It says, But now the people believed Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. As a result, many men and women were baptized. Let's flip on over to Acts uh, chapter 18 and verse 8. And here it is again. Here's another example. Many others in Corinth also heard Paul, became believers, and were baptized. So we see that when Philip was preaching and leading them to the Lord, they got baptized. When Paul was preaching, leading them to the Jesus, they got baptized. Let's turn now to Acts chapter 10, and, and here's Peter. Acts chapter 10, uh, starting in verse 44. And it says this, even as Peter was saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who were listening to their message. The Jewish believers who came with Peter were amazed that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles too. Now what was going on here was that they could not believe. Once they got born again, then they were having the experience of being filled with the Holy Spirit. They knew that if they were filled with the Holy Spirit and praying in other tongues, they knew these people had to be born again. They knew this was proof that God had accepted these people. And so here's the Jews are amazed. They're like, what? Because at that time, right up to that point, they thought only Jews uh, were basically going to heaven. They thought they were God's only people. But all of a sudden, here comes the Holy Spirit. He's poured out on these Gentiles, these non-Jews, and they're amazed. It says the Jewish believers who came with Peter were amazed that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles too. Verse 46 for they heard them speaking in other tongues and praising God. Then Peter asked, Can anyone object to their being baptized now that they have received the Holy Spirit just as we did? So he gave orders for them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. So what are we seeing as a biblical example in the New Testament church? We're seeing Philip preach. People say, Jesus is my Lord. And what happens? They're baptized. We're seeing Paul preach. Believers come to Christ. What happens? They get baptized. We're seeing Peter uh, preach. And what happens when people believe? They get baptized. This is not only the example of Christ, this is the example of the New Testament church. This is what should happen when people come to Jesus. Let's turn now to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. 
I'm preparing y'all for a Bible drill with all these scriptures this morning. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. So now, you know, why should we be baptized? Why? And, and we've, we've looked at it. Why should? Because Christ commandment, commands it to fulfill all righteousness, to follow the example of Jesus. It demonstrates that I am a believer. And here's another reason. It's a symbol that I am putting to death the old sinful way and I am raising up a new person, a new person. In other words, when I get baptized, you see, you ultimately, if everything was perfect, what should happen is we get, bo we get born again and we get baptized one time. We really shouldn't have but one time that we get baptized. But I don't know about you, but I've had times after I got baptized the first time that I wasn't living right. And at some point, we need to come to that realization. Maybe today is your first time. Maybe it's you need it again because today is a new day for you. I've been born again. I knew what I was doing, but, man, I messed up after that. Today is a marker, you know. Today is a marker that it's going to be different. Today, I bury the old man, and I come up out of the water, out of baptism. I come up today a new person. This verse says this. This means anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and the new life has become begun. Let's turn now to uh, 1 Peter 3.18. 1 Peter 3.18. Why be baptized? It also shows this. It shows a humble and a true and right attitude and a heart that I need God. This, this particular scripture is probably my favorite passage in this message because there's something in here that will unlock everything in your life. And it's right here. 1 Peter 3.18 says this. It says, for Christ also died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God. So he died so that we could go to God. Having been put to death, how did he do this? Having been put to death in the flesh and made alive in the spirit, and there's also where we get our picture and our symbolism of baptism is, hey, we're putting that old man to death. We're burying it. We're, we're putting it underwater in the baptismal tank this morning. But when we come up, we're being raised to life. In verse 19, it says, In which also he went and made proclamation to the spirits now in prison, who once were disobedient when the patience of God kept waiting in the days of Noah during the construction of the ark, in which a few, that is eight persons, were brought safely through the water. So now what he's doing is he's connecting how they also were saved and came through the water. So what he's showing us is that through baptism, this is a way that when we get our heart right about baptism, 
It's a way for us to really find the salvation of the Lord in our lives. In other words, I'm going to heaven, but this helps me do it and do it right. How does it do that? How does baptism have that kind of effect? So let's look at this. In verse 21, it says this. It says, corresponding to that, baptism now saves you. Not the removal of dirt from the flesh, but an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Here's what it's saying. When we go and we get baptized, this is what we're making the confession and the statement. Lord, I need you. I can't do this without you. I can't come. Do you think there was anybody in Noah's day that could swim for all the days that it rained and water was on the earth? What was it, 180 days, I believe? And 40 days of raining, 40 days and nights of rain. Who could have done that? Much less how long the water lasted. Was there anybody that had enough physical strength that could actually swim that whole period of time? Nope. And just like they needed an ark, they needed somebody to place their faith in. They needed a Savior. Christ provided that when he died for us. And he rose again. And so when we get baptized, we are, we are making that same confession. Lord, I may want to go to heaven. I may want to live as a believer. I may want to live as saved. But I can't do it without you. I cannot do it. In Matthew chapter 5 in the Beatitudes, he, he says, blessed is the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of God. And that poor in spirit shows just this. It shows that person who cannot do it without them, who's, who's on their knees saying, look, I can't do this without you. When we get baptized, and we understand what we're doing. We put ourselves in the same position. And through that baptism, we're saying, Jesus, I need you. I can't do it without you. I'm humbling myself to you. And what happens when we humble ourselves? Grace and great grace is given to the humble in heart. And so when somebody says, look, Lord, I need to be baptized because this baptism, it represents me giving myself completely to you, Father, I need you. Lord, I can't do this without you. Why be baptized? Christ commands it to fulfill all righteousness, to follow the example of Jesus. It demonstrates I really am a believer. It's a confession of your faith. It's a symbol that I'm putting to death the old sin sinful way and I'm raising up a new person and it shows that I have a humble and a true and a right attitude and heart that I need God. I recognize my place. I recognize I can't do this without Jesus. I need you, Father. This is what baptism does. Aren't, aren't those awesome things? Isn't that a great thing once you start to understand the heart and the love of God? We need the baptism. We need the power of it in our lives. And you've got to understand that it's in that submission to being baptized that the Lord says, hey, they're doing it for the right reasons with the right heart. I can bless that. I want to bless that. I'm going to bless that. 
This is what God's longing to do. Now, when we get baptized, and because we're talking about it and really studying the scripture on it, I do want to say that we believe in baptizing by immersion. That means we completely dunk you. I mean, we're all, all of you. Because that one, we, that one piece of you that might not be, be born again, we don't want to leave it dry, you know. But no, here, here's why. The word itself, the original word baptize, it means not just to get wet. It means to overwhelm with water. It means to completely immerse. Because each baptism, including Christ, looks to have been done that way. And he says, when he came up out of the water, and then the original word literally means to overwhelm with water. So if you feel like, hey, maybe you were you were sprinkled as a child, maybe you were sprinkled as an adult, but you say, you know what? I need to humble myself to what God has said, and today I want to be completely immersed. I want Today is a marker. If that's you, I want, again, prepare your heart right now. Maybe you weren't coming in here today planning on being baptized yourself, but you can. We got the stuff available. So let's turn to 2 Corinthians 5 again. We were just there, but let's go back there. And just let this minister to you. Think of it like this. Think of it right now as if God was talking directly to you. Matter of fact, if you want to close your eyes and just listen, this is God talking to you. It's just coming through my voice. I'm just reading what he said. But just, this is the Lord talking to you. Verse 17, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. And all this is a gift from God, who brought us back to himself through Christ, and God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ, reconciling and making right the world to himself no longer counting people's sins against them, and he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Will you come back to God this morning? Will you come back to God right now today? Don't let, don't let other stuff stand in your way. Is the Holy Spirit dealing with your heart already and saying, That's, he's been talking about me the whole time and I'm just now catching up? If this is you, just the same question that the ambassadors ask, Will you come back to God? I'll ask you that this morning. Will you come back to God? God? God's already made everything right. Will you make him Lord and the director of your life? And will you show it by being baptized? Will you make the confession and show the humility by being baptized? Last place, let's turn to Acts chapter 8.
in verse 26. As you're thinking about that, and whether or not today is you, or maybe you already know, and let this motivate you even more. As you're thinking about that, listen to this. Verse 26, as for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, go south down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under the Kandake, the queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship and he was now returning. Seated in his carriage, he was reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over and walk along beside the carriage. Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. And then Philip asked, do you understand what you're reading? The man replied, how can I unless someone instructs me? And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. This passage of scripture he had been reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb is silent before his shearers, he did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, was the prophet talking about himself or something else? So beginning with the same scripture, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. As they rode along, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? You can, Philip answered, if you believe with all your heart. And the eunuch replied, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. So this morning, the question is, will you come back to God? And then the, the proclamation, the declaration is, look, there's water. <laughs> if there ever was a time, now's the time. And so I just ask you, just bow your heads. I just ask you, you know, I know, I know most of you, most of you have been born again. But maybe some of you haven't. Maybe some of you are unsure. But this morning, the Holy Spirit was drawing you. And he was saying, will you come back to God? No matter if it's the first time or it's, it's a second and third time for you. Well, today, will you make the declaration and the decision to make Jesus the Lord of your life? Maybe you've been born again before, but maybe he really hasn't been ruling and reigning in your decisions. Maybe he's been a nice thought but not really sitting on the throne of your heart. And this morning, he's asking, will you come back to God? And then like the eunuch, in all faith and humility, says, look, there's water. Today, I know the Lord is dealing with your heart, and he's prepared 
water for you to be baptized and even clothes for you if you didn't bring any. Will you make the decision today to make him Lord of all from this day forward? Humble yourself to say, Jesus, I need you. I cannot do this without you. And I will live for you with every thought, with every action. I will be your ambassador on this earth till I get to see you in heaven. But you are my Lord. And I believe that you died for me. And I believe that God brought you back to life. And when he raised you up with new life, I was raised up with you as well. If that's you this morning, I just ask you to pray this. You can all pray it. Just say, Father, today I make Jesus the Lord of my life. He's the director. He's calling the shots. He's making the decisions. I'm not doing that anymore. I believe that he died for me and that the Lord brought him back to life and raised me up with him to new life. The old man today is dead forever and the new man is alive forever. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Look, there's water. <laughs> so right now I just ask, if you're one of the ones that know, we already knew about, you're getting baptized, just go ahead and if you need to go get prepared, go get prepared. And if today was your day and the Holy Spirit's dealing with you and you say, you know what, I didn't bring clothes but I need to, just go line up right back here at this door and we'll get you fitted with some clothes. So let's go ahead and do that right now. And if I can get uh, Miss Deb and Sherman to help me, we'll get ready to do some baptizing. So you can all turn around and you can turn the chairs, make yourself comfortable. Go ahead and swing that light this way. Let's uh, bring that microphone. Yeah. And we do have, for people that may be watching or for get a copy of it, we have that camera that's going to be right here. So let's try not to get in the way of that in between that one on the pole. No, 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 the microphone stand. And if there's anybody that wants to get baptized, today's the day at any time, right now and any time during it, just come talk to Mr. Sherman. There we go. Amen. Amen. Are you ready? Well, come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. Here you go. Would we'll you stand right here? Just stand right there. It's Miss Josephine 
Rogers. I think Miss Priscilla wants to say something. Josephine, since before you were even formed in my womb, I promised God that I would raise up my child in him. And so today, on the day that you're being baptized and openly saying, Jesus is my Lord, I'm going to read to you Jeremiah 29, 11 to 14. I say this because I know what I have planned for you, says the Lord. I have good plans for you. I don't plan to hurt you. I plan to give you hope and a good future. Then you will call my name. You will come to me and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will search for me, and when you search for me with all your heart, you will find me. I will listen to you. You will search for me. I will let you be found by me. So from this day forward, you keep your eye on God, and you stay focused, and you search out his will for your life. Amen. 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 You want to step in? All right. Is it warm? <laughs> All right, turn around this way. There you go. Good. Good, good, good. All right. So let's have you step back just a little bit. You want to say anything? Nope. Okay. Hold the mic for us. So, so Miss Josephine, do you, have you confessed Jesus as your Lord, the director, and the Savior of your life? Yes. Yes. Is Jesus your Lord? Yes. Amen. Good. Do you believe that he died for you? Yes. Do you believe that God brought him back to life for you? Yes. Amen. Amen. You ready to be baptized? Yeah. Good. All right. Come here. Step forward. And just sit down. There you go. Good. All righty. There you go. And cross your arms like this. And you can grab your nose if you want to. You good? All right. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we baptize you. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Congratulations. <laughs> you can go follow your mom there. Good. All right. And anybody else that wants to be baptized, if you'll just come sit over here. I know we had another. Come on and sit in the couch. You ready? All right. So one of the things is this is the fruit that we're seeing today is the fruit of the Super Kids ministry. And Miss Deb uh, heads that up for us. And I mean, there is some fire of God and love of God that's happening in the Super Kids right now. I hear this all the time. Some parent goes, I wasn't feeling good. And all of a sudden, uh, my kid said, can I pray for you? <laughs> can I lift you up? Can let Lord be healed in Jesus' name. That's happening all the time. I hear testimonies about it all the time. Well, also their hearts are given to the Lord wholly. And uh, so you were baptized before, but it was when you were kind of young, and that was that was the real deal. But you had kind of a different, uh, 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 some different thinking on it recently. Do so you want to tell them about that? Um. When I was baptized for the first time, it was right, but a lot has happened in five or six years. Um, 
and from last year's to well from last year to the last couple months of fifth grade I was trying to um, make myself to where I would please my friends not please God um, and I wanted to change that the last couple months so I have all right amen amen you were saying you were saying that um, you were making the decision before and you knew that it was the right thing to do but now it's very much personal that you realize this is your relationship with Christ and you wanted to show him by being baptized is that right amen all right so if you'll hold that so this is my daughter by the way miss Rachel right so do you believe that have you made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life? Yes. Is he the director? Yes. Does he make the decisions? Yes. Amen. Do you believe that he died for you? Yes. And that God brought him back to life for you? Yes. Amen. Well, let's sit down. <laughs> Cross your arms and you can hold your nose if you want to. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the name above every name, Jesus Christ, we baptize you. Amen. Good. <laughs> Amen. If the Holy Spirit's drawing on anybody, and you're saying, you know what, I need to do that, I need to humble myself, just come on back here. You ready? Yeah, come on. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was warm while ago. <laughs> you want to say anything? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. So you were baptized before, because I remember yeah. it. <laughs> but you've gone through some stuff. Yeah, and but like good stuff too. Like yeah, you know, like me and my real mom relationship is better. And, Amen. You know, and I guess I just want strength to. Not have to text you all the time. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you know, but um and I've been coming on Wednesday nights and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Just it's making a difference, it isn't is, it? it? Amen. Is. And um so there's water I want to be baptized. Amen. In. Today's a new day. I know we were talking about yeah, it. We Amen. Was, and um try not to need a cussing jar. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're burying the old man, yeah. raising up new. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes. And just thank you, God, for this opportunity. Yeah. Because I know other people that don't have this opportunity. Yes. Or don't take advantage of it. And yeah. I want to be an example to my friends, too. You know hey. how I feel about it. Amen. Like, you know, so. Is Jesus Christ the Lord of your life? Yes, sir. Is he the director? Yes, Is he sir. in charge? He is in charge. Do you believe he died for you? I believe he died for me. Do you believe that God brought him back to life for you? Yes, sir. And you have new life through him. He, he raised you up with him. You believe that? I believe that. You are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Yeah. <laughs> Feels awesome. <laughs> this is much better than pages. <laughs> All right. You want to cross your, cross your arms? All right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the name above every name, Jesus Christ, we baptize you. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Here, you want to set this over there?
All righty. Jeremy, you, you took more water with you. <laughs> it's all right. That's good. Congratulations, brother. Well, hello. How are you? Good. You want to tell everybody your name? My name is Judah, and this is the first time I've ever been baptized. And right now, the Holy Spirit has been tugging on my heart to get baptized. And I feel that I should get baptized, even though I've never been baptized before. <laughs> Have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? I think so. <laughs> Do you believe that he is the Lord? Is he the one making the decisions? Yes, he is. Is he your Savior? Yes. Good, good. Do you believe that he died for you? Yes, he did. Yeah? Do you believe that God brought him back to life? Yes. And today represents putting down all sin and all wrong and all bad stuff and burying that. You don't do that anymore because you let him be the Lord. And then you're raised back up with Jesus to new life. Amen? Amen. You believe that? Yes, I good. do. You ready? Yes. All right, good, good. You can sit down. Dad? You want to help? <laughs> you want to cross your arms? You can hold your nose if you want to. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, the name above every name, Jesus Christ, we baptize you. <laughs> How was that, Dad? <laughs> the Holy Spirit is dealing, dealing with his heart. Amen. Is there anybody else? Look, there's water. And it's not that cold. <laughs> is there anybody else? Amen. We'll pray. I'll give you one more chance. Father, we just thank you so much. Thank you for newness of life in you. Lord, we can't do this without you. We need you. And today, Lord, all of us, we just say, today is a new day for me, a new day for us. And we walk in the fullness. We don't live for ourselves anymore. We live for you. We live for Christ. We follow your example. And we thank you for it. And we praise you for it, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.